Friday morning. To God be the glory on today for all of who he is and all of what he's about to do. Welcome to Encouraging Moments with Marilyn. This is a podcast that is designed to give you an encouraging, uplifting, inspirational word for your everyday living. And I am the host of this podcast, Elder Marilyn Keys. Giving God the glory on this morning that we made it out all right. Hallelujah. Thank you. You didn't leave me nor forsake me. You didn't let my enemies take me. Hallelujah. Made it out all right. This John P. Key made it out all right. To God be the glory on this morning. We made it out all right. Out of the circumstances, the situations that we got ourselves into. God, God brought us out of that stuff. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, the wrong decisions that we made, the things, the people that we weren't supposed to be around, the situations that we got into, the hole that we dug for ourselves. God brought us out of it. Thank you, Jesus. I made it out. I made it out all right. <laughs> to God be the glory. We made it out, y'all. <laughs> glory be to God. Y'all can get happy off of that one. Matter of fact, y'all gonna have a praise break on that one right there. Made it out, made it out, made it out all right. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Jesus. And he woke us up this morning, started us on our way. You got up this morning going to a job you probably don't even want to go to, but you know, hey, them bills got to get paid. But Jesus, he did it. We made it out all right, y'all. To God be the glory. I've been talking about David. Yes, I have. But this morning, I'm going to talk about the temple. Now, all of us have a temple. All of us have a temple. But first of all, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for this morning. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercy and your grace, Lord God. I thank you for opening our eyes this morning, Lord God, giving us the breath of life in our bodies this morning, Heavenly Father, giving us our minds. We were clothed in our right mind, Lord God. Lord God, you gave us the activities of our limbs, Heavenly Father. You gave us life, Lord God, in our bodies, and for that we glorify you on today. For that we give you praise this morning. For that we say, Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for the blood that covers us on today. Heavenly Father, the blood that covers our families on today, Lord God, the the blood that covers our children, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the blood of Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We got some believers on the line on today, Lord God, and we're grateful, Lord God, for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for salvation this morning. Thank you, Lord God, for forgiving us of our sins, Lord God, for cleansing us from all unrighteousness, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God. For you are God and God alone. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen on today. He deserves all the glory and all the praise. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, down the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, down the glory. Revive us again. See, the church needs to be revived. But we're going to talk about building this temple on today. We're going to talk about Solomon's temple. We call it Solomon's temple. It's, it's called in the Bible, say Solomon's temple. Every time you look it up, what? Solomon's temple. But it was a temple built unto the Almighty God. It was a temple built unto him. So this morning I will pose a question. How are you building your temple? How is your temple being built on today? The word of God in 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, the 19th verse says, what? Know ye not that you, that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. Oh, we've been bought with a price by the blood of Jesus Christ. So that means you're not your own. The Holy Spirit is supposed to dwell on the inside of you. As a believer, as a follower of Christ, as a son of God, as the one who Jesus gives the power to become a son of God, you are the temple of the living Holy Ghost. Said which ye have, it says Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have what of God, not of yourself, but of God. And ye are not your own. Okay, this temple right here is being built by Solomon, not by David, because of the blood that is on his hand from sending Uriah to the front line and taking his wife for his own. Oh, he got some punishment behind that. He wasn't even he couldn't even touch the temple. He couldn't even he couldn't even build a temple because of what he had done, because the blood was on his hands. So he couldn't even build the holy temple under God. Solomon had to do it. He said, with all of them wives that he had, yep. David couldn't build it. Solomon did. Solomon did. And here it is. In in um 1 Kings, the 6th chapter. I'm going to read it to you this morning. I won't be long before you on this podcast on today uh, because I'm just giving you an introduction of what we're going to be talking about this weekend, y'all. We're talking about what? The building of your temple. The building of the temple, your temple, your body, unto who? Unto God. Hallelujah. 1 Kings, the 6th chapter, it says, And it came to pass in the 418th year after the children of Israel were come out of the land of Egypt in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel in the month, uh, in the month Ziph. And I'm thinking it's round around, round about May sometime up in there, which is the second month. That's the Jewish calendar, y'all, that he began to build the house of the Lord and the house which King Solomon built for the Lord. The lint, see, that's why, you know, when they talk about the months and the years up in the Bible, uh, you know that this is this is talking about the Jewish people. So it's talking about the Jewish calendar. So you can't look at the word of God and say, we're going to do this by our months and years and, and all of that. You you have to actually uh, delve into the word of God and, and look at what, what month is Ziph and, and uh, what's the second month in the Jewish calendar. Because the show not talking about January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. It's not talking about our calendar. It's talking about the Jewish calendar. So, so we need to have an understanding that when you're looking at the word of God, especially when you're looking in the Old Testament, he's talking to the Jews, he's talking to the Israelites. Because, see, the word came to the Israelites first. It was to the Jew first, then to the Gentile. Okay? 
So we have to recognize that these months and these years and these times are not like our USA calendar. Okay. So it says the second verse says, and the house which King Solomon built for the Lord. He said for the Lord. See, your temple is being built for the Lord because you're not what you're on. And the house which King Solomon built for the Lord, the length thereof was three score cubits and the breadth thereof 20 cubits and the height thereof 30 cubits. Oh, that's some measurement. That's for a carpenter there. And the porch before the temple of the house, 20 cubits was the length thereof, according to the breadth of the house. And 10 cubits was the breadth thereof before the house. And for the house, he made windows of narrow lights. And against the wall of the house, he built chambers round about against the walls of the house round about. How is your temple being built? It says, but both, it says that against the walls of the house round about, both of the temple and of the oracle, and he made chambers round about. Ooh, thinking when you're talking about chambers, I'm thinking about the chambers of your heart. Mm. The nethermost chamber was five cubits broad, and the middle was six cubits broad, and the third was seven cubits broad. Oh, wow. Mm, that heart. Oh, out of the heart. It come the issues of life. My Jesus, the chambers of your heart, of your spirit, of your very being, of your soul. Ooh, your spirit, man, y'all. It said, for without in the wall of the house, he made narrow rest round about that the beam should not be fastened in the walls of the house. And the house, when it was in building, was built of stone, made ready before it was brought thither. So that there was neither hammer nor axe nor any tool of iron heard in the house while it was in building. The door for the middle chamber. Ooh, if you just ask him to come on in, he'll sup with you. Open the door. Ooh, he knocked at your door. Mm. The door for the middle chamber was in the right side of the house, and they went up with window with winding stairs. With winding stairs into the middle chamber and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it. Ooh, who's building your temple? Are you trying to build it yourself or are you allowing God to build you? Hmm. That's something to think about, y'all. Solomon was building a temple. He was building it for the Lord. No, you not that. We know that we're not our own. We belong to God. Who is building your temple? How is your temple being built? Are you following your own instructions in building your temple? Are you following God's instructions in building your temple? Are you following your own plan in the building of your temple? Are you following the plan? Oh, the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the building of your temple. How is your temple being built on today? It says, so he built the house and finished it and covered the house with beams and boards of cedar. And then he built chambers against all the house, five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timber of cedar. And the word of the Lord came to Solomon saying, concerning this house, which thou art in building, if thou wilt walk in my statutes 
and execute my judgments and keep all my commandments to walk in them. Then will I perform my word with thee, which I spake unto David thy father, and I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people. The Lord will not dwell. His spirit will not dwell in an unclean temple. How was your temple? How was your temple being built today, y'all? And I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people, Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. And he built the walls of the house within with boards of cedar, both the floor of the house and the walls of the ceiling. And he covered them on the inside with wood and covered the floor of the house with planks of fur. And he built 20 cubits on the sides of the house, both the floor and the walls with boards of cedar. He even built them for it within, excuse me, even for the oracle, even for the most holy place. And the house that is the temple before it was 40 cubits long and the cedar of the house within was carved with knobs and open flowers. And okay, all was cedar. There was no stone seen. And the oracle he prepared in the house within to set there what the ark of the covenant of the Lord. The ark of the covenant is the presence of God. The Holy Spirit is the presence of God. Know ye not, ye are the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. You have an ark within you. You have the presence of God within you. Holy is the Lamb of God. It says, it's and going back to 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, the 19th verse, it says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is your housing, what the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. You are the temple of God. Hallelujah. This morning, somebody ought to say hallelujah. Jesus on today. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Just like Solomon built the temple unto God back then. But we're going to talk about that rebuilding too. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. And the oracle in the fourth part was 20 cubits in length and 20 cubits in breadth and 20 cubits in the height thereof. And he overlaid it with pure gold and so covered the altar which was of cedar. So Solomon overlaid the house within with pure gold. I shall come forth as pure gold. And he made a partition by the chains of gold before the oracle and he overlaid it with gold. With the oracles of God. Hmm. Think about it. And the whole house he overlaid with gold until he had finished all the house. Also, the whole altar that was by the oracle, he overlaid with gold. And within the oracle, he made two cherubims of olive tree. Each ten cubits high and five cubits was the one wing of the cherub and five cubits, the other wing of the cherub. Ooh, his angels have charge over us from the uttermost part of the one wing until the uttermost part of the other were ten cubits. 
and the other cherub was ten cubits. Both the cherubims were of one measure and one size. The height of one cherub was ten cubits, and so was it of the other cherub. And he set the cherubims within the inner house, and they stretched forth the wings of the cherubims, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall, and their wings touched one another in the midst of the house. And he overlaid the cherubims with gold, and he carved all the walls of the house round about with carved figures of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers within and without. And the floors of the house he overlaid with gold within and without. Oh, we are what? We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, my God. And for the entering of the oracle, he made doors of olive tree. The lintel and side posts were a fifth part of the wall. The two doors also were of olive tree. And he carved upon them carvings of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers and overlaid them with gold and spread gold upon the cherubims and upon the palm trees. So also made he for the door of the temple post of olive tree a fourth part of the wall and the two doors were of fir tree. The two leaves of the one door were folding and the two leaves. Uh, this is very accurate. You see detailed. Your temple has details. Oh my God. When God made you he didn't throw you together. He didn't throw you together. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Know ye not ye are the temple of the Holy Ghost? And the two doors were of what? A fir tree. The two leaves of the one door were folding. And the two leaves of the other door uh, were folding. And he carved their own cherubims and palm trees and open flowers and covered them with gold fitted upon the carved work. And he built the inner court. With three rows of huge stone and a row of cedar beams. Oh, stability. It means it was, it was a firm. It was a put together, a good put together temple. It means it, it wasn't just thrown together. It was, it was a thought of. It was planned out. It was done specifically to the liking of God. It was put together by God's plan, by his instructions. Of what he wanted. Oh, remember we bought with a price. And he built the inner court with three rows of huge stone and a row of cedar beams. In the fourth year was the foundation of the house of the Lord laid in the month Ziph. And in the eleventh year in the month Bull, which is the eighth month, was the house finished throughout all the parts thereof. And according to all the fashion of it, so was he Seven years in building it. Seven years in building it. Hallelujah. My God. Takes time to build a temple. It takes time to complete the temple. Seven years. Perfection. Be holy as I am holy. Be holy as I am holy. 
my God, year of perfection. It started around May. It ended around October sometime. October, November, mid-November sometime. But it was perfected to the liking of who? God Almighty. Seven years. It was completed. It was perfected. It was done the way that God wanted it to be done. Your temple must be built to the liking of God. Because we're bought with a price. We're not our own. We are not our own. No matter how much you want to do things your way and on your own, you're not your own. It doesn't mean that you're in jail, in prison. See, God wants those who want to, who want to uh, freely, freely worship and praise him. Freely give him glory. And when you freely give him glory, yes, he dwells in you. When you believe in his son, on his son, Jesus Christ, you received him as your savior and you receive his plan for your life. You receive the instructions by his word because his instruction is not to hold you prisoner. His instruction is so that you can have a better life so that you can live a good life. And you say, I can live a good life out there on the street. Hmm. How many of us have said that? Have lived a life out on the street and then wish we wasn't living that kind of life because that life has you in trouble and turmoil and has you uh, in unrest at all times. And you think you're having a good time and, and the next thing you know, something turns around and you, something flips, uh, flips and you say, hmm, how did that happen? You see, that kind of life leads to destruction. It destroys you. A street life leads to, uh, leads to destruction. But when you have God on your side, doesn't matter who's against you. Your life is not shortened. You live out the days of your life if you follow the word of God, the will of God. You're going to live out the longest period of time that God can give you. you you're going to have longevity. And you will have eternal life through Jesus Christ. So I give God the glory on this morning. Like I said, I'm just introducing the subject matter for this weekend, which is how is your temple being built? How is your temple being built? We see how Solomon built the temple. Solomon, the son of David. How he built the temple unto the Lord because David couldn't do it because he had blood on his hand from Uriah's, uh, from being with Uriah's wife and sending Uriah uh, out to the front line to die because he had gotten a woman pregnant. See, blood was on his hands. So he couldn't build a holy temple unto the Lord, but his son did. So we're going to talk about building the temple. And we're going to talk about rebuilding the temple as well. On this weekend. To God be the glory on today. For all of what he has done. Go out today with the joy of the Lord. Being your strength on today. Knowing that no weapon that's formed against you will prosper. Give God some glory on today. Put your hands together for the Lord. Like they say. Put your hands together for the Lord on today. He's worthy. Oh yes he is. 
Give him glory in this house on today. Give him glory in your temple on today. Your temple. Your temple unto God on today. Ask him to put a, a bridle on your tongue. Put a watch over your tongue on today. When you go into that job so that you won't speak the wrong words to those people on your job. Glory. Hallelujah. So you won't speak the wrong thing to the people on the road. So you won't have no road rage on your way to work on this morning. Give God some glory that you won't have road rage when you get away from that job so that you have the right attitude on that job. In the name of Jesus on today. Giving God some glory on today. Give him some glory today, y'all. Hallelujah. This has been Elder Marilyn Keys with Encouraging Moments with Marilyn. Y'all have a beautiful, blessed day on today. In the Lord on today. Hallelujah. I made it out. <laughs> Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.